Basically, what you have to do is you have to finish everything. So you need something real. Trying right, to get your really claws on. Yeah. That stuff when we get to heaven, we gon' walk on. Yeah. The problem, baby, our heart is never satisfied. Told the righteous to still have a naked eye. I struggle, right, my heart go, always wants more. The only price they see on me is Christian no. Dior. I was a slave to fashion. See my chains dropping on the air. Hardy with my master's name. Washed by the father, who is stay clean. I can still be tight without the skinny jeans. I got a ton of swag. The pixel! Oh! oh. Alright, just so you know, with the pickle, you gotta eat it and drink the juice, okay? You gotta fish everything. Oh! Uh oh! He got the easy one! You got the easy one! He loves pickles, everybody! He loves pickles! Come on, come on, you got you got this. You got this. Okay, next person. Alright, what's the guy? He got the pickle! Alright! Alright, man. Yeah, here we go. Everybody, this is They both love their pickles. Just, just so you know, you got to drink the juice as well. All right? He's almost done with this. Come on, Sammy. I know you love pickles. Let's go. I'm gonna go with this. Oh, you can taste the victory, can't you? You can taste the victory. Alright, now we go for the juice. He like, likes the juice. Come on, Sammy. Look, he's already done. Let's go. Alright, chug, chug, chug. You got it, come on man, you're almost there. Keep pushing, keep pushing. Oh. We got a warrior over here, man, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this. Alright, he's almost got it. He's almost got it. He's almost got it. Oh! Alright, next person. Alright, three months of tears. 
All right, Sammy, get back, man. You gotta finish it. You can congratulate him later. Please don't get up in my way. I must be your favorite candy bar, ladies and gentlemen. Three musketeers. Please don't get up in my way. Alright, come on, Sammy. Let's go. Uh oh, 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 uh oh
she's got it. Okay, now she's swallowed. You gotta shoot and swallow it, okay? Uh -oh. You still have a chance. You have a chance. You have a chance. Alright. Oh my goodness. Alright, we got a winner! Oh man! Woo! <laughs> Alright, give it up! Give it up for this team! Alright, hey guys! Coming up real quick, real quick. Winner, winning circle, come up real quick. Alright, we got a prize for you. We got some, oh no, 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 that's not garbage. We got some, we got some candy for you. Alright. Go ahead and then grab whatever you want. Alright. Alright, what
Okay. <laughs> All right, Pastor Adam, are you ready? Okay, go ahead. So get up out your seats, uh, come to the front, and let's get, let's get ready to praise the Lord, all right?
worship team makes their way. want you guys to uh to just prepare your hearts right now as we enter into the presence of god this evening all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and pray and then uh we'll kick it off okay father god we just thank you so much Lord god for bringing us together tonight lord god and lord jesus i just pray right now lord god that you would just uh Lord God, just move tonight, Father God. Oh, Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. And we pray right now, Lord God, that our hearts and our minds, Lord God, would be ready and open to receive for what you have for us in store tonight, Lord God. I pray also, Lord God, for the word that you have given Pastor Adam, Lord God, as he uh, presents it to us, Lord God. And I just pray right now that you will speak to our hearts, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for all who you are and what you do, Lord God. And all God's people said, amen. Come on and give the Lord some praise today. Come on. Stop till you can. 
Vamos, sigue. Because you are, you are, you are my freedom. We lift to higher, lift to higher. Your love, your love, your love never ending. Oh, 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 sigue. You are not in us. Nothing can save your place. introduce to you a new move in our youth group that we haven't busted out in a long time. All right, everybody, I want you to make a fist and put it up in the air, okay? This is called the fist pump, okay? Some of you guys born in 2000 and 1995, y'all don't know about the fist pump, but can I have somebody come up and demonstrate? My man, Jose, give it up for Jose, come on. Give us the fist pump, go, uh, fist, fist. All right, so it's like you're punching the air, and y'all gonna jump and add it and make it fun, all right? So we're gonna sing this song. It's only right that if we add the fist pump. Everybody here, here we are, because you are. Here you sing it out. Fist pump, go, sing it. Because you are, you are, you are my freedom. We lift you higher, you higher. Your love, your love, your love never ending. Oh, 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 sing it out. You are not in us. One more time, see who you are. You are not in us. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. Come on and 
give the Lord some praise in this place. Come on. This song, help me sing it out nice and loud. Here we go. I want to scream. I want to scream it out from every mountain top. Your goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. Your mercy follows me. Your kindness fills my life. Your love from me. Help me sing it, I'll sing. And I'll sing because of you. See ya. You are good, and I'm 
on, sing it with the cry of praise. With the cry of praise, this my heart will proclaim. Oh, yes, Lord, you are good. Come on, sing it. Yes, you are good. In the sun or rain, yes, my life celebrates. Yes, you are good, oh Lord. Yes, you are good. With the pride, with the pride to praise, my heart will proclaim. Yes, you are good. You are good. If you're bound in your sin, come on, when your past pokes its head up in your life, come on, and you feel guilty of all the things you used to do, come on, you can come to the cross. You can come to Jesus, so he makes you new. Oh, he makes you new. Without you, Lord, where will we be? Where will we be, Lord, if it wasn't for you? show to me God I want your heart to meet my heart yes I want to meet your heart oh face to face oh face to face with you Lord I want to be face to face with Jesus here tonight oh does anybody want to be face to face with the Lord. Oh, yeah. 
everyone, as we sing that song, as you guys sing that from your heart, do you guys know some of the most personal encounters are the ones that you have face to face? It's why in our society we realize that we have someone say, hey, come say that in my face. Come make that personal. I want to know what you're saying to me. That's why we say things like that. We sing songs and we say, God, I want to see you face to face. You guys know you can have a face to face encounter with God. That God is not so far away somewhere where like he's just in heaven watching down, but you can have an encounter with God. Here tonight, in this place, just all eyes closed. Just, we're getting rid of distractions. Come on. Getting rid of distractions. Guys, we want a face to face. Come on, if you want a face to face with God, I just want you to close your eyes and just pray that. Say, God, I want to know you in a personal way. You know, the Bible says that he's praying in heaven over us. Come on, we can say that to Jesus. God, I want to have a face-to-face. -face. I want to know what you're praying over my life. Come on, God, I want to know what you're praying over my life. What are you saying right now, oh, Lord, for my life? Provide the fire And I'll provide the sacrifice To provide the spirit And I will open up the side You provide the fire I provide the sacrifice You provide the Spirit So Lord, the Holy Spirit I will open up your side
saying in this place that you guys aren't desiring the Holy Spirit. You guys aren't hungry. You guys aren't desperate. You guys aren't wanting Him to move. The power of God is not just limited to us getting loud and us getting goosebumps. I'm telling you, there's a power of God that heals people. Come on. There's a power of God that sets people free from addiction. Let's go from depression there's a power of God that when you get hungry for God, God, not just I'm just going to sing this song, but when you get hungry for Jesus Christ in this place, I'm telling you, hungry hearts get filled. You'll never be satisfied with what you have. And some of you guys can convince yourselves that what you have and the way you're doing life is good enough, but you know it's not. you got to get hungry in this place. you got to desire God. No, God, I want you. I'm not going to let you pass me by. Everybody else get touched. Everybody else get moved by you, God. I want you. Come on. All eyes closed in this place. Come on. All eyes closed. So. 
for you, Lord. Hungry hearts get filled in this place. God is saying you have to let go of what's in your hands. Come on. That's for somebody in this place. You have to let go of what's in your hands. Let it go. Let it go. It may be a relationship that you're trying to hold on to, that you're trying to make work, but you know God doesn't want you to be in that relationship. Hello? Come on. Maybe it's a group of friends that you're always hanging around you. They're no, you know they're causing you to, to do things you wouldn't normally do. Come on, God is saying, let go. Come on, maybe some addictions, maybe some habits, maybe some secret things that no one knows about except for you. God is saying, let it go. Let it go here tonight. And let them fill you with this love. Let them fill you with something a whole much better than what you're trying to hold on to in this place. Jesus, God, I pray for, for people, God, to realize and wake up, God. Wake them up from their sleep so they realize that they need you, God. They're desperate without you. Come on, if you're in this place and you love Jesus and you're loving the Lord, come on, I just want you to pray right now for your neighbors. You don't have to lay hands on them, but just pray to yourself. Pray out loud and just say, God, I pray for my neighbors, God, that you fill them up, God. That, God, they'd be desperate for you. Everyone in this place, let's pray the same prayer. That God would make desperate, hungry hearts in this place. Come on, start praying. God, we pray for hungry hearts in this place, oh Lord. God, we pray for hungry hearts, hearts that are satisfied in their own. But God, hearts that will say, God, I need you. Hearts that will wake up, oh Lord. you guys to think about your life as I'm as I'm singing God is just giving me some images and just some things that so I'm going to share with you imagine your life like a cup imagine your life like a cup and you know there's there's you know think about it that your life you look at it some things in that you're not satisfied with some things that maybe over time they just got built up like mold and a whole bunch of stuff like dang that that doesn't look satisfying to me and think about your life as a cup God is saying he wants you to take your life and pour it out all the things all the memories all your sin pour it out your goals your plans your futures come on pour it out then God wants you to present the cup to him so that cup is symbolic of your life. Check this out. Some of you guys can understand what's happening here. And you guys, we're going to pray. I believe there's going to be some breakthrough in your guys' life. Okay, come here. Imagine your life as a cup. All right? And we're looking inside and there's things inside. God says to pour it out. Pour it out. Not just pour it out a little bit. No, no, no. Pour it out. Pour out your life to God and let God fill you up. Amen. Let God fill you up. How is he going to fill me up, Pastor Adam? The ways God fills people up is through his Holy Spirit, who's here, who's here right now. God is here. Hello? God is here. 
God's here. Some of y'all waiting for God to show up. He's here. He's been here. Hello? For those who know Jesus are living with the Lord, he lives inside of you. He's here. Pour your life out and go out to Jesus saying, Jesus, fill me up. Fill me up with whatever you have for my life. I dare somebody to pray that today before we close out right now. Okay? Before we close out, I just want you guys symbolically, the music's going to be praying. Okay? At any one point in time, when I release you guys to prayer, we're going to pray for a couple minutes, but I want you guys symbolically pour out the cup. When you pour out the cup, give it back to Jesus. Just lift up your hands and say, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. God, I want you. I need you. Here we go. Here we go. Close your eyes. Come on. God, we pray for hearts in this place. Come on, all eyes closed in this place. Come on and take your cup and pour it out right now. Come on, take your cup and pour it out. Every single last job. Come on and give your cup to Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we surrender in this place. Come on. Lift your hands with me as we pray, Lord. Come and fill us up. Fill us up, oh Lord. Fill us up, oh God. Fill us up with your grace and your mercy and your love. 
Fill us up with the fullness of Jesus Christ. Fill us up with Jesus. Because we know that if we see Jesus, we'll never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and give the Lord a hand clap of praise if he's good to you. Come on. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Give us some praise. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. And then you guys can make your way back to your seat for me, please. Thank you for coming. We're so grateful that you're here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't God good? Come on, there's one person like, yeah, he's good. No, isn't God good? Come on. Give him some praise. If I can have you guys, I, I like, for me personally, when I'm speaking and I'm sharing God's word, I like seeing your guys' faces. Like, I like seeing your facial expressions. When you guys are that far back, the lights are off. You know, I can't really see you. So can you guys move from the back closer to the first and second row? We got some seats at the end here. Love to see your guys' faces. God is good. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. It's like some of those worship times, you're like, man, that was good. Can we just worship the entire night? It's like, we could, but, you know, God has other things. And, and so this month, guys, as, as we are wrapping up our series, talking about identity and purpose, how many of you guys have been blessed by what God has been bringing in the house? Amen. Come on, just one or two of you guys. Come on, y'all got to do better than that. Come on. I'm telling you. Good job, Pastor Adam. No, that's not for me. It's for God. And, and I really want you guys to be encouraged by what's happening here. You know, I, I think our generation, you guys, need to begin to start taking notes because what happens is a lot of information comes one in one ear and out the other, and we don't maintain it. We don't keep it. And so we wonder why we're living the lives that we live, okay? Hello, we're wondering why, you know, in school, your teacher comes up to you and says, hey, take notes. This is going to be on the test. Take notes. Put out the book and write. And it's the same thing with the word of God. The Bible even tells us, like, hey, be sure to write this down. Remember this. A lot of the times, guys, when I'm speaking to you, you guys will find yourselves in situations the very same week. Some of you guys, the very same night, and you'll be presented with a situation either you can shine for Christ you can live boldly in the salvation that Jesus Christ has given you, or you can shrink back to your old ways. And some of the times, man, in your life, you're going to have to look back and remember, like, man, what, did, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about that? And, and you're going to look, and you're not going to have anywhere to look. You can look to the Bible, but sometimes when you guys look to the Bible, you can't find what you're looking for. You get frustrated, and you stop, and you throw the Bible away saying, forget this. I'm going to do whatever just comes to me. Write down. Write down, begin to take these things into memory. Memorize the word of God. Because when you're out and you're living your life, how is God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, going to bring the word to you? 
Bible says this, faith, all right, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how are you going to have faith? How are you going to be able to act on the word of God? How are you guys going to be able to apply these principles, these, these practices, right, into your life if you're not remembering it? So I, I want to, this may come down as a little harsh, like, man, he's getting on us. I want to because this is your guys' lives that you guys are leading. I don't want you to guys look down 20 years from now and say to yourself, I wish I would have took notes and elevate. Because now I'm here, I have my own kids, and I don't know what they're doing. They're going out, they're sleeping with their, their friends, and I just don't know what to do. Hello, somebody. Okay? You're not going to be eating chips in the lunchroom the rest of your lives. Hello, you guys are going to graduate high school. You guys are going to have jobs, nine to fives. Hello? That's, that's what we do when you leave high school. A nine to five, some of you guys are going to go to college, maybe go off to the Marines or whatever branch of military, and you guys are going to come back, find a young lady, say, hey, you know it's good, and you guys are going to get married, and then you guys are going to have kids, and then you're going to send them to Elevate. Y'all could, listen, y'all going to be living, you're not going to be 18 for the rest of your life. Hello? This isn't Peter Pan and Never Never Land. This ain't happening. So I want to prepare you guys for life. Hello? And more importantly, the decisions that you're making right now. This entire month, we have been talking about your identity. Who are you? You know, the question that we like to ask a lot of people is like, okay, why do you think you're here on this earth? And you get a whole bunch of interesting stuff. It's really, it's really good. Sometimes you can just sit back and be like, well, I, I can just get a bag of popcorn right now, and I can't believe the stuff that is coming out of your mouth. You came from a monkey, and the reason why you're here is to go ahead and just make people happy. Pop and pop, you know, those popcorns. and just it's, Sometimes it's entertaining. It's just like, you believe that? Man. Okay. And, and so uh, the reason why we're here and we're learning about the Word of God, because I believe that when you get into the Word of God, you can find and know who you are. Not because it's, it's oh, the Bible tells me, but because of Jesus Christ. And when you know him, you know who you are in God. Amen. So this entire month we have been talking about, I am not my temptation. Y'all remember that? Temptation. Temptation defied. It's a recap. A desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. We talked about you are not your temptations. You know, temptation comes like, man, you know what? Man, I, I can steal that money right there. You know what? That's on my teacher's desk. No one's around. I can just snap and no one, I just, you know, it's, I found it. You know? You know, growing up, you know, this is some of the things that we try to justify why we do things. Okay? Growing up in my house, you know, I had a concept of money that, you know, it was just very, very, very um, uh, small, okay? And so my parents said, hey, when you get this and you give this to this guy, he gives you a lollipop. So I'm like, oh, okay. So she would take me to the store. She would try to teach me basic things as far as like how to, you know, manage money at a young age. So I wasn't just like, what's this shiny little coin here? No, you wouldn't understand. And so I remember like, okay, if, if I give this to the man, he gives me this. Okay, I, I, I like this green stuff, this green paper. I like that. And so I had an, an understanding and an idea of what it was. And, and I remember one time, uh, you know, if you ever have older brothers, you know, especially when you're young, you believe your older brother, no matter what they say. Like, they can tell you, like, man, I've been to the moon. You believe them? Like, you were there? What was it like? It was crazy. I'm like, 
Mom, how come Lando went to the moon? And he said, listen to me. My brother, my mom had a belt, right? And it was made out of, like, uh, chains. And she, this is back, like, in the 90s, y'all. But she had, like, it was chain link, and then they had, like, this giant, like, almost, like, gold coin. And my brother went up to me one time. He's like, Adam, that's worth a million dollars. And I didn't see a million dollars like I can buy a house, car. I just thought, like, I can get a so bunch, like, chips, candies, and, and all these different things. I'm like, a million? Like, you can have a... Oh, my gosh. So I remember going up to my mom's class, and my mom wasn't around. And I remember I took, like, a, a hammer, and I'm just I'm trying to rip it off because I want that. I'm like, I don't care if mom's wearing it. as I want that. And I remember she'd come in. She'd find me in class. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. What, what are you doing in there? Nothing. And she, and she saw what I was doing. She kind of, why are you doing that? You're messing up my belt. I was like, but it's a million dollars. Why are you wearing it? Why don't you buy it? We can get a whole bunch of candies. And she's looking at me like, who told you that? Lando, Lando, and she would get my brother, and I just believe everything he said, and you know, sometimes when you find money in the house, if it's in your house, and you find it in the house, you're not really finding it, someone in your family dropped it, you know what I mean, so I remember one time, my dad must have dropped 20 bucks, and I picked it up, I'm like, I found 20 bucks, so I'm going, I'm, I mean, at that point in time, I'm walking, I'm like in high school now, <laughs> you know, I'm walking to the corner store, and I'm in like, let me get a bag of chips, but it's something, and it's like, man, I, I dropped 20 bucks, I'm wondering, it's like, Oh, it's like, what, did you take it? I found 20 bucks on the floor. What do you mean you found 20 bucks? You live in the same house. You don't find anything here. It belongs to somebody. You know what I mean? Hello? Temptation. It can be innocent or it can be something like, hey, girl, what you doing tonight? My parents ain't home. Hello? Hello? Let's be real. Temptation. No matter how small it may be, it, it comes to everybody. And, and we talked about you are not your temptation. And temptation really shows us our need for Jesus, does it not? Because we have a sinful nature that's so easy to sin. No one teaches, you know, uh, uh, children to sin. Like, for example, yesterday we had a band practice, and we were here, and one of the worship leaders, baby, we were, I was holding him, and, um, you know, I, I was holding him, and he was happy, and, 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 you know, he just, you know, was all cheerful. And Christina comes along. And I wanted to go and, and do something with the worship band. I'm like, okay, Christina, why don't you hold him? She's like, he doesn't want to come with me. And I'm like, come on, who doesn't want to? Just, come on, you're good with kids. And so I, I'm literally trying to, like, push him. And he's just like, and I give her to him. And he kind of, like, reaches over to grab me. And I'm like, oh. So I felt good. I held the baby back. I'm like, I'll just hold you for a little more. And I'm like, Christina, let's go. I, I, I want to go back on stage. He's like, here, take him. And he just gets this face like, I'm telling you, the kid mean mugs, okay? I don't know how, who taught him, mean mugging. And then the way he started to do this, Christina's like, come on, come on. He literally goes like this. I, I kid you not. He's like punching. He's throwing fists. He's over here. And I'm like, I'm looking at Christina like, who taught him that? He's, he's so young. He doesn't have, no, he has no idea. Like, who's teaching him how to hit somebody? And he's, I'm like, here, take him, take him, take him. It's like, he's going to hit me. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, sin comes naturally. Hello? We don't need someone to teach us this is how you sin. We don't. Temptation comes to everyone. And it shows us why we need Jesus because we are sinners. Separated from God. And without any hope, without the word of God, without Jesus or the Holy Spirit, we would be bound in our sins, sinning, 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 on our way, destined to hell. 
And it shows us our need for Jesus Christ. And when Jesus comes into your life, he comes with power. He breaks the chains of sin. He breaks the chains of addictions. He breaks the chains of a feeling the guilty heart because God says, man, I made you new. And we talked about that the following. You are not your past. Somebody say, you are not your past. We're, you're not your past mistakes. Some of the guys, when we look at our, our, our life and, man, you know, we made some bad decisions here and, and Man, I can't believe why I did that. Man, I can tell you, I'm preaching up here. I've made some bad decisions in my life, y'all. Hello? And you know what? I'm not perfect. And from time to time, I'll make bad decisions. Anybody ever make bad decisions? Come on, let's not act like y'all holy. How many make bad decisions? How many of y'all made bad decisions today? Hello? Hello? You're not your past. When you look at the word of God and when you look at what God is doing, God is doing something new. It's new. You you have to be on the same page as Jesus. Hello. And I think this is the problem today. And and most teens and and many people, you know, if they're in the church or they're around the church, they're not on the same page as Jesus. Okay. And to be on the same page as Jesus, you have to deny yourself. Some of y'all are like, man, I don't do discipleship. Discipleship ain't for me. You have to deny yourself. You got to be in the same page as Jesus. Man, I just don't pray like y'all pray. I only pray for my food. I don't pray for people. I don't do that. <laughs> no, you got to get on the same page as Jesus. And when you're on the same page with Jesus, it's like having a coach. He can tell you exactly what to do in your life. That's how it works. It's not I'm coming up here and and I'm bowing to a statue and I'm praying to a a cross because it's on an emblem on a screen. I'm praying to God in heaven. He's alive. He hears my prayers. Thank thank God that God hears our prayers. Hello. So you are not your past. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, therefore, if, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. God is doing something new. So be on the same page with God. I dare to ask you this question. What is God saying in your life today? You know, someone asked me that question. This is funny. I was in a Bible college, and uh, my first year, you know, what happens when you come to Bible college, especially in the city of Chicago I mean, you, you want to kind of like hang out with every Christian because you're in Bible college and you're just like, man, okay, I got, I go to class with the people that I'm, I'm go to church with. I, there must be tons and tons of more Christian. And I had went to an online, you know, uh, courses and I saw people from like New Orleans, from people like in California, all on the same screen. And it kind of built up this sense where like, hey, I want to hang out with friends. I want to go out. And, and so I remember making friends from different churches and and it was great. It was awesome. And I spent a lot of my time doing homework and hanging out with friends my first year. And then one of my friends who goes to another church is like, hey, man, let me ask you something. You're in Bible college. You know, you're doing all that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling all good and spiritual, like doing Bible colleges, writing, you know, stuff about systematic theology and the Holy Spirit and, you know, all that good stuff. And it's like, yeah, man, what's God saying in your life? <clears throat> what? What? He's like, what's God speaking to you? Like, what, what is he saying to you? What, what's something that God has been, you know, showing you? Uh, and I, I can't, I'll tell you what happened. I got really defensive. 
Because you know why? I had spent so much time doing extracurricular things that I had not made time with my Lord and Savior. I made no time with God, and I, and I wasn't in step what what God was saying in my life. And to be very honest, at that point in time, there was some character issues in my walk that I'm thinking that may, maybe if I do more homework or maybe if I hang out with more friends, I, this this area of my life would change, and, and it wasn't. And when he asked that question, I got super defensive, and I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Like, why do you ask that? Like, I'm a youth leader, <laughs> you know? I, I go to, at that point in time, I wasn't the youth pastor at Elevate, and I was like, I'm a youth leader. I go to church, man. I, I'm on the worship team. Like, really? He's like, hey, bro, I just, I just want to know what God is saying in your life. And I'm like, all right, well, um, you know, I'm writing a paper, <laughs> you know. Um, we're hanging out, and he's looking at me, and he's like, you don't know what God's saying in your life. Like, yes, I do. And I remember ending the conversation there, and he's like, man, I'm messing with you. But I went home that night, and I said, God, I want to know what you're saying in my life. And I got on my knees, and that night God met me. And there was such a presence of the Lord that, man, I realized to myself, like, man, what have I been missing? What It was making God a priority in my life, not neglecting the relationship. Don't neglect the relationship and your devotion to God. Many of you guys neglect that, and that's your weakness. That's why the devil comes around, and he just, like, has a field day with you. Temptation, oh, I'll take that. Temptation, oh, I'll take that. And he's like, hey, just throw whatever. Like, here, there you go. You know? He knows your numbers. And, and the reason why is you guys need to be strong in your prayer life. Hello? Strong in your prayer life. And as you grow in your prayer life, you can see the, 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 the outside things can, can change in Jesus' name. Like addictions and things like that can be broken off your life. I'm telling you, you don't need 12 steps. You need one step to Jesus. Hello? One step to Jesus. All the addictions, all the, the, the kind of things that were driving you, broken off of your life. Perversion. The depression. Things like that. You see, it's, it, it's easier to break those things off. But as time goes on, I tell you, the harder things to kind of notice, because they're not something that they manifest physically, is like pride, selfish ambition. Those are a while, like, well, you have accountability with somebody, like, hey, how are things going in your life? Oh, I'm not having sex outside of marriage. I'm not stealing. And, and then how's pride? How's the selfish ambition in your heart? How's the envy? What, how's that going? You don't have to ask me all that. You know what I mean? You can like, be cool. Everybody has it. So I tell you, keep in step with the spirit of God. He leads you. He leads you. Take a picture like this. If you ever go to Six Flags or you ever go to like a park, you know, where, you know, kids and children come along. You ever watch when a father, when a parent, use a father in this example, holds the hand of a child. The child doesn't know where they're going. Has no clue. But they're trusting and they're holding on. Because they believe dad's going to take care of me. He's got my back. Even if we go over here, I'm following dad. Even if, even if I go over here with a lot of people, I might get lost. I'm holding on. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting dad. You guys need to do it in your life. You guys need to see it like that. Like, I'm trusting God. And the way you do that is you pick up your Bible. When you open it, you believe that, God, I'm trusting that what you have in here is for me. Believe by faith that when you say, the old has gone, the new is here. That's for me. 
God, I believe that when you say be reconciled to God, that's for me. When you say that I am the righteousness of God, that's for me. Step by step, walking by God, you are not your past. Today I wanted to talk about and finish is who you are. Who are you? We're talking about you're not your temptation, you're not your past. Who are you? You are who God says you are. That's it. No more, no less. You are who God says you are. And you got to look at the Bible to know who you are. Okay? Some of you guys look in the mirror and be like, I, I know who I am. Okay, physically, you know your body, your ears here, your other ears here, and, and your nose is here, and your eyes. You, you guys can see your body, but who you are spiritually. We have a physical body, and I know that when I die, my spirit lives on. Hello? So, so I know that when I die, my home is in heaven. Hello? This, this is where I'm at. And, and so who you are is who God says you are. You know, when Jesus, when he was here, you look to the life of Jesus, what he was doing. Jesus wasn't going and, and going on roller coasters. Jesus wasn't going on and, you know, taking fishing trips. Jesus was going out to the people. And, and he said this one thing. He, it was very common. He, when he first started his ministry, he said, come and follow me. It'll blow your mind when you realize what God is saying there. And how that applies for your life at every step of the way. God is saying, come and follow me. In a relationship that you may be pursuing, God is saying, come and follow me. Hello? In a, per, in a career that you want to, you know, get into, a college, maybe schooling, God is saying, come, follow me. He called to make disciples. Open up your Bibles with me to Matthew 28. Matthew 28, 18. It says like this. If you guys don't have it, we have it up on the screen for you guys. But it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In that passage, Jesus said, man, listen, your sole purpose, the last thing Jesus told his disciples before he went up to heaven, before he was glorified, is this. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And he says this. He says, when you have free time, go ahead and watch the Bears game on Sundays. And if you have more free time after that, go to church. Amen. Did it say that? Y'all get that? Okay, I'm, I read the wrong version. Hold on, let me change it real quick. Verse 19, it says, therefore, go and do whatever you want. Does it say that? No, 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 okay. It says, therefore, go 
to church on Fridays only. Does it say that? What does it say? Let's read it out. Verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So Jesus, when he was on the earth, he was commanding, he was teaching people how to live for God. And he says, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Do you think Jesus would make a promise and not keep it? So when Jesus says something like this, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, how can he keep that promise if he's in heaven? How can, how can God keep that promise? Listen, Jesus said, and I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus, his ministry was about three years. And when he was here on this earth for about three years, he was going out. And you read it throughout the Gospels, the life of Jesus. Hello? We read that. And the entire time, he was calling his disciples. He was calling men and women, people like you. He said, hey, come follow me. Come follow me. He was calling them to the earthly body. He was like the manifest presence of God. He said, hey, come to me. Come to me. So God was calling people to him. Think about this. People were following God. He was like, hey, come with me. You want to live? You want eternal life? Come follow me. You know, he told the rich fool, he told the rich person, he said, hey, you know what? You've kept all the commands. Now I tell you, go back and sell everything you have. Come follow me. He was calling people all the time. Come follow me to his earthly body. And this happens. He goes up to heaven. Think of it like this. Like he's, he's literally floating into heaven. And he's leaving, and the whole entire time he said, come follow me, and he's leaving. And all the disciples are just like, okay, what do we do now? He said, come follow him, and there, there he goes. There, oh, now what? <laughs> you know what, now what? Come follow me. And, and he says this, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. How can God make that promise to us here tonight? How? Holy Spirit. Who said that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God. It's possible through the Holy Spirit because you know why? The Holy Spirit is God. And Jesus, he's God. And God the Father, God too. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. All God. And, and the beautiful thing is the Holy Spirit you know, sometimes we get like, oh, but he, it's not Jesus. I love Jesus. Like, I don't want the Holy Spirit. And I know that the Holy Spirit is God. Hello? It, it's not a, a force. It's not an it. He is God. The Holy Spirit is God. And, and so the Holy Spirit brings to us the Father and Jesus, the grace of Jesus Christ that was afforded to us on the cross. The Holy Spirit brings that to us. So here today, right now, the Holy Spirit is bringing to you the Father and Jesus. <laughs> oh, I get excited, you know. That's serious, like Jesus and the Father. And, and so let's, let's, let's get this. He says, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. I want you guys to open up your Bibles to Acts 1.8. And we're going to be ending with this. Acts 1.8, if I can have Vinny come on up on the keys. Because when music plays, it gets really spiritual, and I like it.
play me something with some might and it gets get like nice and spiritual. There it is. Like uh yeah, yeah, some 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 song. Ooh, see there it is. Y'all know you felt some oh your leg twitching. Here we go. God says this in Acts 1a. He says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Who God is calling you to be is his disciple. Okay? Not just someone who comes to church, but a disciple is a committed follower. Someone who's saying, I, I see what God is saying to me. I see what God is requiring of me. And I say yes. I say yes and amen. Hey, that means that you're going to have to come up here and repent from all your sin. That means that you're going to have to stop living that life. It means you're going to have to break up with that girlfriend because you know what? She's bad news. God, I say yes and amen. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Let's think about this. You will receive what? Power. Like muscles. Is that what's happening when you guys come up here and pray? Like we pray for you and then then automatically like your shirt fills out and we see like your triceps really like, whoa. Is that the kind of power Jesus is talking about? Sometimes some of y'all wish. Some of y'all fellas be like, I wish. It ain't happening like that. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes in you. It's not like some force. Not no, God comes on you. Hello? The Holy Spirit of God. The Father, Son. The Holy Spirit of God comes. And he brings power. So God has called you to be his disciple. And the disciple is someone who lives in power. I refuse to live my Christian life powerless. I refuse to walk in such a manner that would reflect no power. I don't want it anymore. It's fake, it's cheap, it's boring. I choose to live my life in power and victory as his disciple. I have no other choice. I can't just say, okay, I'm coming to church and that's it. And sit in my seat and not come up and find a leader and confess my sins and say, man, listen, I need you to pray for me. I need you to come in my life. There's some things going on. I need your counsel. I need the word of God. Can you help me? And the spirit of God fills hungry hearts. He meets desperate people all the time. Problem is, we're not desperate. God has called us who we are. You are who God says you are. He's called us to be disciples. You are his disciples. Are you living your life in power and victory? Hello? Can you say that? Can you make that claim? I am his disciple. Have you surrendered your will? Have you repented from your sins and said, Jesus, it's all about you now. What I was doing over there, my agenda, all the things that I wanted for me, my popularity, my fame, my name. God, it's all for you. God, it's all for you. It's literally turning from your ways 
from your actions, from the ways you used to do things and say, Jesus, I choose to follow you. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, will come. But you will receive power. Do you want it in this place? Or do you prefer to live your Christian life powerless? Hello? I love the power of God. I love the power of God because I'm telling you, there's sometimes, I can't tell you how, several times and occasions, I'm just minding my own business and God would say, man, go, go talk to that person about me. And I'm like, God, that's, I don't want to do that. That's weird. Like, that's a random stranger. I'll do it at church. When you come, I'll talk about them then. No, go, go talk about me now. God, your ways are better than mine. Going and you talk to somebody, and I can't believe this, what God would do using you. Power coming over somebody because, man, you know, they were about to commit suicide. Their life was going down the drains, and God would use you as intervention for that person and say, man, you know what? God still loves you. He still has a plan for your life. Hello? Are you hungry enough? can take this from your bed. In closing, could you stand to your feet for me, please? Amen, 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 amen. Amen. If I can have the band come on up here and Des, I'm just going to have you sing something prophetically over them. Just whatever comes to your heart, whatever God puts in your life. Or right now, actually. Amen. And as they come up here and they play songs, just whatever God is putting on their heart, I want us to be very focused in this place. Amen. Come on, I want some of my 201 leaders to line up here at the front. candy for you guys. We're going to have a good time afterwards. Put some music on. But I refuse to close this service, to leave here without giving you a chance to come up here and responding and saying, man, I want to live my life in power. Not Christian on a Friday, not Christian on a Sunday, not Christian whenever my pastor's looking at me. But Christian, when I go home and I'm on Facebook, hello, Christian, when I go to school and I'm walking in the hallways. Christian, when I'm at home, when I'm with my family. I want to live my life in power. Amen. So we're going to pray here tonight. All eyes closed. Amen. Jesus, we know that you're a God of power. And we know that, God, you are wanting to do things in our lives. Come on, I want you guys right now. I want you guys to confess your sins. If you're in your place, if you're at your seat, come on, just begin to soften your heart and say, God, I repent of this. Come on. Don't let the sin, don't let your past mistakes define you. Don't let it rob you of what God is trying to do here tonight. Tonight. Come on, there's going to be some answered prayers here tonight. Come on, some of you guys just prepare your heart, repent of your sin. Come on. God is willing. He's wanting to forgive you. He's wanting for you to come to him. 
Come on, we're not allowing our past. Come on, we're not allowing temptation to stop what God is doing here tonight. Come on, just prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Come on, deep down within our spirit, Lord. Deep down, Lord. Oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you guys to come up here. When I dismiss you guys to pray. Guys, we're guys. Girls, we're girls. When we're praying for fire, we're praying for power. I refuse to live my life in such a way where there is no power. I refuse to live my life in such a way where there's no victory. Come on. I refuse to live my life in defeat. I am an overcomer. Come on. There is victory in Jesus. Hello. Right now on the count of three, one. We repent of our sins, God. You're making us new, too, because we're no longer our past. We're not our temptation. Three, because there's power for those who want it. Come on, I want you guys to leave your seat right now. Come on up and find somebody to pray with. Come on. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, power. In Jesus' name,
God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. There is power in Jesus' name. It's what we confess. It's what we sing. Jesus, we pray for the power of God to follow us out, God. Come on. Pray for the power of God to follow us out in Jesus' name. The power of God in Jesus' name. For our leaders, God, let them lead in example, Father God. Let them lead in righteousness, God. Let them lead with strength, God. We lift up our leaders, God, that you bless them, that you keep them. Keep them, oh Lord. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in this place. God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Give us power this week, God. Come on, tonight. Hallelujah, tonight, God, may we rest in power, God, when we wake up in the morning, may we wake up in power, God, come on, Jesus, we live our lives to glorify you and you alone, in Jesus' name, come on, and everybody said, come on, and everybody said, come on, and bless the Lord, come on, and give your neighbor some love, come on, and give him a high five or a hug. If you're still praying, you're still praying. There's no shame in that. What I want to do, I want to see if we can get a bowl, if one of my leaders can get a bowl and put the candy in the back for some of our students to go ahead and, and just get candy wasted.
We got some candy for you guys. We got you want to take home. Be blessed. Amen.